Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Under the radar. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tiantian. Now, spaghetti, macaroni, fettuccine, and linguine. And you get it. Now, pasta is a favorite when it comes to dinner choices, but did you know that the global pasta market is actually worth some 45 billion US dollars in 2022? Well, in fact, Fortune Business Insights projects the figure to reach some 68 billion US dollars by 2030, representing a comparison. Pound annual growth rate of 5.26% during the forecast period of 2023 to 2030. But how does a pasta manufacturer work, and what are the intricacies when it comes to operating a company that is reliant on commodities such as wheat? Well, let's pose these questions to our guest for today. Now, established in 1877, Barilla is an Italian family-owned food company that is now present in over a hundred countries. The firm is a world leader in the markets of pasta. And ready-to-use sources in continental Europe, and is also widely recognised as a symbol of Italian know-how. Well, for more, I've got with me Federico Vescovi, Asia Pacific President at Barilla, and、uh, Federico, welcome. I hope I've pronounced the names correctly. Perfectly, thank you. Thank you very much. And、uh, Federico, we've briefly talked about Barilla as an Italian family-owned food company, market leader in pasta and ready-to-eat sources in Europe as well. But let's hear from you. How would you describe your value proposition and business model? Thank you. Barilla is,、uh, first of all, an Italian company, an Italian food company, and、uh, its job is to bring、uh, joyful and whole food food to people、uh, as part of its Italianity.、Um, And building on values of 146 years of expertise、uh, that the company has accumulated so far,、uh, the company works from uh, um, field to table, as we say.、Mm-hmm. So we leverage on farmer partnership, which enhances the selection of the best ingredients.、Uh, we work in clean labels, so we don't have any additives or preservatives included in our products. And、uh, of course, this delivers superior premium products that we distribute through retail, food service, and e-commerce. And particularly, these two channels are very important in APAC and are、uh, bigger in APAC、mm-hmm. compared to the rest、uh, of the world. Wow! And well, let's talk a little bit more about your global presence, Federico. Barilla present in over a hundred countries. So, which are your major markets? What is the scale of your APEC operations, or the role of APEC in your wider business portfolio? Then, yeah.、Um Of course, Italy is our largest market, and、uh, of course, this is about history. is about our home.、Uh, the second market is the United States.、Mm. The United States is the largest pasta market in the world in、wow. uh, in value. Uh, that's the reason why we、uh, we are very large. There, we command、uh, over thirty percent market share,、uh, and then of course we have Europe, where we expanded historically.、Uh, Asia Pacific represents、uh, a Very small part of the business, only three percent for、mm-hmm. the time being,、uh, but it represents the fastest growing region in the group. We、mm-hmm. are consistently growing double digits、uh, every year,、uh, as we are building penetration and building the、uh, consumer base in this market.、Uh, for us, this region has a role of 
expansion of consumer based essays mm-hmm. uh, said um, because more and more consumers are interested in Italian food yes and um, of course for us is also an innovation hub and this is because we have uh, understood that we have to make pasta and uh, the Italian food more accessible to people uh, in terms of product forms um, we have prod products in uh, in APAC that um, we have not uh, sold in the rest of the world. So we have dedicated portfolio for mm. this region. Right. We'll definitely talk about the products that are sold within Asia. But before I get to that, uh, if I could just follow up very quickly, Federico, you mentioned about double digit growth in Asia. Since when in terms of the timeline? And the second part of the question is uh, where APAC is concerned, which is your largest market within APAC? Yeah. So this consistent growth is coming since over a decade. So, mm-hmm. um, and we have actually managed uh, from the headquarter in Singapore until um, until September, mm-hmm. uh, also the markets of Middle East and Africa and Turkey. So yes. it was a larger region. Um, this growth anyway in Asia has happened um, consistently across the past uh, 12 years since we opened mm-hmm. our operations in Singapore and in yeah. the region. And currently the largest market is Australia, followed by Japan. Wow. So Australia and Japan, definitely yeah. interesting. And pasta, as we know, uh, Federico, it is a staple product in much of Europe, but not so much the case here in Asia with rice being the alternative. Yeah. So the question here is, what is your go-to market strategy in APEC versus Europe in terms of, of course, we mentioned the price point, the product offerings and the branding. Is it more of a premium brand here, given that uh, it's not as frequently consumed as in the West? Yeah, indeed. Pasta is a uh, is a premium brand, but I think we have to look at Italian food uh, as a, uh, an experience, mm-hmm. and it is really seen as an experience in Asia and a premium experience. So Italian food and pasta, in particular, belongs to that uh, to that to that space. Um, and actually, we work to provide ingredients to create this premium experience to consumers at home, to chefs in restaurants, and bringing convenience to, mm. to consumers. And these through ready-to-heat meal mm. kits, so kits that you can heat in, uh, mm. on the stove or in microwave, um, that allow to have this, uh, this experience also in a quick way. So our, um, our objective then is to expand our uh, distribution mm. uh, of these product forms through a network of 50 partners that we currently have. Mm. Um, and of course, we will provide products like pasta, sauces, pasties, but we also provide service. And yes. the service is all the trainings that we do to chefs, mm. both in the restaurants, uh, in chains, in hotels, but also recruiting uh, in cooking schools. Mm. Uh, and as well, all the video tutorials that we give to our consumers online. So in order to make sure that also consumers can uh, prepare a perfect pasta dish, pasta dish at home. I would like also to highlight how do we um, build the recipes and uh, the gastronomy that we offer to our consumers Mm. and our partners. So apparently the Asian uh, palate 
might appear different from the European yes. one. Uh, but there is a lot of variety. And as well, there is a lot of variety in the Italian cuisine. So what we did is that we looked at the Italian cuisine, particularly on regional recipes, and we realized that many of them match even different taste profile in Asia. So mm. we are working with uh, our partners and our R&D in order to create products that suits the uh, the Asian palate leveraging on uh, um, Italian regional cuisine. And then this helps uh, the consumer to accept and have a better experience of Italian food, possibly in the most convenient way. Mm, and don't mind me, a just very quick follow-up here, right? Um, you talked about experiences. And one thing that comes to mind is that when it comes to Italian coffee brands, they would work with restaurants and have their name featured like coffee by so-and-so. Uh, is that a case right now for Barilla where pasta is concerned? Yes, we do it. And actually, we, um, we partner with a number of uh, chain restaurants. Uh, mm. particularly in Singapore, Collins is one of them, oh, okay. when we work uh, together in order to design menus, in order to design practice, even how to handle the kitchen, mm. uh, and we are featured on the menu, and also we uh, create special editions with Collins for uh, uh, seasonal festivities. Right, exciting. But in terms of the dollars and cents, uh, Federico, we can't really run away from that. Which is the most important product vertical for you within APEC? How does this differ from operations within Europe then? Yeah. Um, indeed, the key product in Asia is still pasta, which is our uh, core category. Uh, we have uh, our uh, iconic blue box, so the mm -hmm. traditional product yes. that you find everywhere in the world, the box of pasta, the blue box of pasta. Uh, but we, you will also find uh, pasta-based uh, convenient kits across the region. And um, we have it in many markets in, uh, in Asia, particularly in South Korea, mm -hmm. in China, and soon they will come in Japan as well. Uh, on top of that, we mm. have uh, a high share in uh, pasta sauces, in ready-to-eat sauces, because for consumers, this is the expression of taste. Yes. Um, and also the complement to create a good pasta meal. Um, this is different from the group, because as you know, Barilla has around 50% of turnover developed in bakeries, so mm. bread, cookies, and cakes. Uh, so... In, uh, in Asia, we really play in uh, Italian food gastronomy area. Right. And taking a look at the wider business environment, uh, this question for you as well, Federico. I believe there has been a drought in Canada, bad weather in Europe, and that had weight on supplies on Durham wheat to uh, flour millers and food companies earlier this year. How has that weight on supplies of raw materials for you guys uh, in the months prior? And to what extent has this been resolved? Yeah, of course, inflation is a general issue and it's personal one and we are experiencing since uh, many, many, many years. Um, in inflation driven by material has affected Barilla like many other companies. Um, and of course, when you have inflation, you have uh, the possibility and the option mm -hmm. to readjust the trade-off between uh, quality and price. Uh, at Barilla, the, the approach is different because we have mm -hmm. long-term uh, contracts with our farmers. Yes. So despite the price volatility, we can secure the right quality of the, pro of the raw materials so that we can ensure that the product quality remains uh, the one that we want. Um, of course, the 
inflation level, as you have seen, has been very volatile in the past few years. But it's worth to remind that today the prices are still significantly higher than the level in 2019 on many, many commodities, including ours. Would you then say that the much of the volatilities related to commodities price fluctuations can be hedged through contracts or diversification then for Barilla? Yes, but uh, it's not hedging financially. If you mm-hmm. if you think about it, it's really building a relationship with farmers, making sure that they become your long-term trusted partners. This is a feature of the way Barilla builds its supply chain uh, along two two um, uh, main lines. One is uh, this long-term partnership with farmers, um, which which allows us and allows them to have a stable. Um, flow of income, uh, exposing less uh, the volatility for them, exposing them less to the volatility, and on the other side, ensuring that the quality of the product are consistent. On the other side, this can be um, also improved and enhanced through the investments in sustainability that we are doing in Mm -hmm. order to make the way our farmers produce our raw materials uh, even sustainable and then having a better impact on the overall uh, environment where we operate. Right. If you're just tuning in, we're now in conversation with Federico Vescovi, Asia-Pacific president at Barilla. And that being said, right, uh, Federico, I believe Italy's uh, government called for a crisis meeting back in May because pasta prices jumped over twice the national inflation rate back in Italy. And pasta, as we know, is a staple there. So how do you walk the tightrope between managing your cost pressures and not rising prices too much to be in the spotlight amid this uh, Europe cost of living crisis? Yeah, it's all about value equation. Um, as, as, as we mentioned, Europe has been heavily impacted by inflation across many categories, and, and uh, pasta is one of them. Uh, and of course, Barilla plays in pasta. It is important to look at the value equation in which the materials are, uh, are included and then mm. um, ensure that the, we give the best product within the value equation that we play in. Don't mind me trying my luck here, Federico, if I may ask this. Will it make Asia-Pacific even more attractive for Barilla in the near term? Because if we look at Europe, it is a staple. It means that you can't hike prices any further, but you have cost pressures as well. But in Asia, it's less frequently consumed. But that also means room for you to move into a even more premium product brand, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, this is the, the exercise that we have done uh, since we expanded our presence in Asia. I mean, we wanted to be the, um, the, the flag carriers of Italian food. Uh, and Barilla in Asia is recognized as a premium product that is the representative of Italian food. Uh, now, Europe is our own market, uh, as I mentioned, but it is very important to highlight that Asia represents the future. Mm. And, uh, uh, of course, we are evolving our business model in order to win in Asia. Now, we want to go beyond simple export from, uh, from Europe. And we are evolving our business model, and particularly through what we call strategic partnership. Right. So this means that we will uh, produce innovative product for our consumers, of course, uh, meeting the requirements I mentioned before, Mm -hmm. uh, working with local partners. And uh, we will leverage on uh, uh, the 
partners, local brand, industrial technology, and route to market. So the local know-how, and we will bring from our side the strength of Barilla brand, which is a global brand, our marketing capabilities, and our research and development expertise that we have developed in many, many food categories. Um, and in this way, we can create a product that is fit for the local market, uh, which can bring pasta conveniently into uh, into consumer home. Um, for example, we are very proud of the partnership mm. that we have in South Korea with yeah. uh, Pulmon. And we are thinking of applying this model with potential partners in other markets. And actually, we are even looking into Singapore as well. Wow. What can we expect if Singapore, can I be cheeky and ask that question? Yeah, we are working on it. And um, I think there is a promising outlook uh, in the future. Right. And speaking of outlook, let's set our sights further into the future at Federico. Fortune Business Insights value the global pasta market at 45.9 billion US dollars in 2022, projects it to grow from 48 billion US dollars this year to some 68 billion US dollars by 2030. And we're talking about a CAGR here of 5.26%. The question is, what is the growth trajectory like for Barilla and uh, where are the bright spots? Yeah, APAC, as I mentioned, continues to be the source of superior potential growth for a company like Barilla, and mm. uh, we truly believe in Asia. Uh, we have to be mindful anyway that consumption of um, food in Asia is uh, as different uh, form than what we are used in, uh, in Europe in terms of product form and in terms mm. of consumer habits. Um, so <clears throat> we have to work on convenience. So if we want to reap the potential of APAC, we really have to yes. work on convenience. Um, so we are working to make Italian pasta dishes and gastronomy more accessible, easy to prepare and consume in order to make pasta uh, a solution both for a quick meal mm. uh, as well as a base of a more elaborated dinner uh, that you can offer to your family and guests. Right, and now I am really craving for pasta for dinner, pasta with prawns in particular. But before we let you go, Federico, right, uh, what are some future plans for Barilla for the rest of this year and into the next? What can we expect in APEC? Yeah, we have to continue the job that we have done uh, in the past uh, decade and more than a decade. So we have to continue to grow. This is the first thing that a company has to do yes. when there is such a big opportunity. Uh, and we have to continue design innovative products uh, in order to serve our consumers better across the market of Asia Pacific. So you may stay tuned to see more innovation coming uh, in the market, both on products and mm. solutions for restaurants and beyond. Okay, getting us very hungry at this point in time, but we'll keep, uh, keep us updated, Federico. We are looking forward to that. Uh, thanks a lot, Federico. That was Federico Vescovi, Asia-Pacific President at Barilla. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. You can also tune into the full version of this conversation on audio, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.